0: We love that. That brings joy to us. That back and forth. That just you know, that's just what we like. So if you wanna play that game, we can play that game. It's cool. You know, it's it's all it's all on in between the lines, like we're we're competing for something huge. Like so we're not gonna it's never personal. I don't care who I'm talking to. It's just a person right here. And I'm just gonna say what I feel and I'm gonna do what I feel too. And that's what they're gonna do. And we appreciate like, you know, if you if you bring it and we we on that, that's cool what we look for that's man. what you saw abby you saw ain't her? no running in yeah. the end man we climb up the chimney yeah for sure We ain't ducking fun, no smoke man, man. we're gonna let everybody know we're here we're gonna play hard trying to get a win and you don't like it oh well yeah, you might as well bring it, so. you're gonna cry with the babies gonna do. i'm done with all that bluffing on the court because them guys do a lot of bluffing so you know i'm from the bluff city man we don't do no bluffing man Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to the inaugural, the very first No Bluffing podcast, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, so excited to get this going, um, been a, just a, a thing we've been working on for a minute, and I got the perfect co-host with me, uh, so I am one of the hosts here, Chris Ingram, and to my right, we got Mr. Luke, and we got, <laughs> at the bottom, we got Miss Nicole, our first lady. So, uh, definitely excited. First off, uh, just to, you know, want to thank y'all and tell y'all I appreciate y'all for, you know, coming on this journey with me. Um, couldn't have picked better co-hosts, and y'all to see soon. Like, I got two straight-up ready-to-go fools with me today. Y'all going <laughs> to see. We're we going we, we to get it popping. Uh, and as y'all see, like, the No Bluffing, the name of it is going to fit because over here we just want to keep stuff 100% honest. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be real, it's going to be raw, we're going to give you our opinions, we're going to laugh, we're going to joke, we're going to cut up, we're going to have a lot of fun. But uh, we just want to keep everything, you know, genuine on this side. So, uh, again, I can't thank y'all enough, Luke and Nicole, for joining. And, um, you know, I'm just ready to get it going, man. So, um, before we get started, because this is our first episode, you know, people have, you know, probably been seeing us on Twitter, uh, different podcasts, We All Right, uh, and stuff like that. So, I won't take too much of y'all thunder. But um, definitely want us to introduce ourselves, what we do, you know, what brought us to be Grizzly fans and stuff like that. So, uh, first lady, Nicole, I'm going to pass you first. Um, Just tell us, you know, when you became a Grizzly fan, what got you drawn to the team, what you do uh, with Grizzly media right now. And, um, you know, just a little bit about yourself. All
1: right, all right. Thank you for that, Chris. Uh, Everybody, I'm Nicole, at Nicole on Beal on Twitter. I'm very active on Grizzlies Twitter. Just became a Grizzlies fan last season, game one against the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. Five minutes into the game, (laughs) y'all. Five minutes into the game, like, I never really had an NBA team ever from New Orleans. Um, I support the Pelicans, you know, they're the home team, but just never really had that connection with them the way that you just have with, you know, your favorite team. So I'm, I'm skimming through NBA TV last season. It's, you know, game one, opening day NBA games. I'm like, let me find something to watch. I'm just skimming. And then I come across the Grizzlies and the Cavs. And I think it's like five minutes into the first. I see how this team is playing. And I'm like, they are like family. Like, they have a connection. And then Ja throws up this lob to Brandon Clark, excuse my French. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, What? Okay, that's my team. That's the moment I fell in love with when I that lob to BC. It was over for me. But yeah. right now, currently, I am obviously on the no bluffin' podcast with these two gray guys, and I also write for Grizzly Bear Blues. I am the first lady of Grizzly Bear Blues as well. So that's dope. that's all from me.
0: Dope, dope. And that's 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 I really like applaud you for that because for some reason it's not enough women in. I would say mm-hmm. sports media as it is, but then you look over with the grease. Like I'll talk about my you know experience with the greases in a minute, but like just looking at the landscape, it hasn't been a whole lot. And so um just with you, you know, jumping into that game and, and, and taking it by the horns, doing you know what you do, and um just you know making the ripples that you've been making, like I applaud you for that, proud of you, and just keep doing what you're doing, you know, because people are watching, and I know I've mm-hmm. seen on Twitter myself, like it's a lot of women that I'm going to be coming behind you, you know, doing that. So for you leaving that charge, like, that's super dope. So we're glad to yeah. have you on this side.
1: Um, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, you guys. That's definitely my goal. I want to I wanna get more women involved and really help them find their passion for sports like I did. So I appreciate that, guys. Thank you.
0: For sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got a daughter. She's truly two in February. And it's so funny. Like, she can't really differentiate between. Man, appreciate it, Lou. Appreciate it. Yeah. you know, but uh, uh, <laughs> it <is so> <laughs> it's just so dope, man. Cause like she can't differentiate between football and basketball. So when we watching both of them, she'll say football. It don't matter which oh, one is my- football, but she likes watching it. So it's so dope for me, being a former athlete, uh, playing football. But like, I really, 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 really love basketball. Uh, And so, like, for her to sit down and watch, like, I know she's watching. She watched Kari videos all the time. So that's hilarious to me. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, women in the sports landscape is really dope. My wife, she played basketball as well. So her being able to see, like, different women doing different things, that's always dope for me, uh, for her to just see, like, it's not this one lane that you have to stick in when you grow up. So really dope. Really dope.
1: Thank Um, you. Thank you.
0: For sure. So I'm gonna pass it to you, Luke. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got mm-hmm. involved with Breeze Media, how you became to be a Grizzly fan, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, man. So I I started man, I started watching the Grizzlies when they first came to Tennessee, you know, back in 01. We didn't have a basketball team here. I, I love I liked the, I grew up in East Tennessee, so I love the balls, you know, like I grew up watching UT basketball. But when they got here, man, I was so excited. And like I, I grew up loving just I don't even want to call it basketball. It was when Zach Randolph would just be wrestling with Blake Griffin on like the floor of all those games. Like that's I just fell in love with the sport. I was like, I don't know what this is, but this is awesome. <laughs> and and then you got it was awesome. And then you, you got know? Gasol, you got Big Spain, you get Connolly, you get Tony Allen coming in there. And it's just like I just that team that team felt like a Tennessee team, like a Memphis team, and it was Awesome. Yeah. I never felt, I never seen that before in, yeah. in the state really. And it was so, and it's going off what Nicole was saying earlier, like last season, you know, like following the draft, like, like seeing the players you we were drafting, it was like, yeah, hey, man, this could work. This, this might, this just might work. And then everything started hitting and it was like first game last season, it just felt different. It just felt different, man. It did, And and the whole season just felt different. And it just – it's such a joy to root for this team now. Yeah. I love it. And I get to cover them with the Grizz lead with you. And I, I love it. Love it. They, they've they given me a really awesome opportunity just to, like, write and pod about something I love. It's really thank, – thank them.
0: Right, for sure. For sure. That's the big thing with me, like – and I think we all on the same page. That first game last year, like, Nicole, I know you said that was your first game, like, locking in. Like, locking in. But, like – I want to say, I know you said it was an alley-oop uh, for BC for you. I think it was a lob that, I want to say, Mel He threw the job, milk. and it was one-hand cockback he did.
1: Yes. <laughs> I was like, bro,
0: I of seen. I think that, that was year three, so I, we had two full seasons of job doing whatever he was doing. Crazy, like five to ten highlights a night just by himself, but like when he did that, I said, yeah, he out of here. Like
2: it felt different from the on, first dude. highlight last year. The first highlight yeah.
0: felt different. It did. It did. And you, we all know what, you know, went on to happen. You know, first time uh all star starter for Ja. And there's gonna be plenty more to come for that. Um, but you know, any you know, for myself, I've been a Grizzly fan, kind of the same thing, like with you, Luke, uh, when they first got to the city. Uh I remember I went to it was Palcazov's rookie year. Um and the year he won Rookie of the Year went to a game. Mm-hmm. And all I remember was being like kind of like close to the announce table. Like looking back on it now, I'm like, well, you know, the tickets are crazy now, but they probably wouldn't <laughs> as high as what they as they probably wouldn't what they are now back then. But still, like to be that you, close, you
2: get tickets for 13 bucks like like back in the day.
0: Yeah, you could, bro. Like you, that's a wrap now. But mm-hmm. like then I was just amazed being a little kid and um I kinda locked in from then. And so going through all the ups and downs with the team and stuff like that over the years, Rudy Gay was probably my favorite player of all time. I know people had their feelings about him, but um if you play 2K, you know you if you know, you know that was like yeah. the on there. Um, <laughs> And just going through all of that, I, I hate how the O.J. Mayo saga ended because that was a exciting time. I thought we had the next D-Wade on our squad. I, I thought we had a superstar coming in, you know, at that time with O.J. Mayo. His rookie year, like, him going head-to-head with D-Rose, like, I'm like, oh, snap, we finna – like, this finna change the game for us. And didn't work out that way. So, like, it was it was a big pump fake for Grizzly fans. And so now they have Ja, like, a legit superstar for real, for real, it's – it's mind-blowing, man. So, we can talk about that all day, but uh, like Lou said, Grizzly contributed right over there to do a little podcasting as well. Uh, and, you know, we'll have this. as part of the um, Grizz901 uh, podcast network. We're working on that right now. So, um, bringing just, you know, forces together to give you all some dope content, man. Like I said, I can't be more excited. We've been talking about this, for like, last week. Like, we're ready to get it going. And uh, we're going to give you all some real dope content coming forward. So, um, lay out from what y'all may be hearing on normal podcasts when it comes to Grizzly content, but um, y'all about to love it. So to pop it <laughs> off, uh, I'm going to actually pop it um, or, or pass it, I should say, um, to Nicole um, for the first segment we have coming up for y'all with the news. So, Nicole, I'm passing it to you.
1: All right. Thank you, Chris. So the new segment here is going to be NBA news or no bluffing news with Nicole. And we got some table shakers tonight. So Steve Nash has parted ways with the Brooklyn Nets. And it's supposedly said that it has been, it was a mutual parting on both sides is what they're saying. But there's also been claims that it has something to do along the lines of the players and the stuff with Kyrie and the ownership coming out on Twitter and really saying, kind of backlashing Kyrie on social media in publicity. So that's a little bit of a, a shocker to me, if y'all want to touch on that. Um, but Steve Nash did have a two and five start with them. He's only been there two years, and he hasn't done a very great job with the talent. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> did, I, I just got a quick question. Didn't they pick him, though? Like, didn't they fire the coach they had, and then Big they, list. like, handpicked
1: They him? handpicked Steve Nash. yeah He picked him. Him. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> Man, I, I, feel
2: ba- I feel bad for him. You, you know, there's the pictures of Abraham Lincoln, like, before and after the Civil War, and he looked like he aged 40 years. That's how I feel about Steve Nash with this job. That's how I feel. I feel so bad for the guy. And <laughs> yeah. the,
1: the thing that really, like, kind of is like the box, the you know, it's like the present, the bow on the present, is that... Woj reported on Twitter earlier today that they are looking to replace him with Ime Udoka. <laughs>
0: oh and no! And
1: that should be broken. Per Woj, if y- y'all don't come to me with this, it's Woj who said it within the next 24 to 48 hours. Do not add Nicole on Bill. I need you to go at Woj because I cannot say his last name to save my life. Don't at me. I'm just the messenger.
0: Wojnarowski, Oroz- Oroz- Oroz-
2: Oroz- 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 I know that's wrong. I butchered it. I'm just
0: playing. Sorry, Woj. We love
1: that was, that was close. That was close. Yeah, know, hey? All right. So <laughs> next we got um, two amazing stat breakers that happened on the same day. October 28th, DeMar DeRozan became the 50th player to hit 20,000 points. And then LeBron James actually passed Karl Malone for the most 20 point plus games in NBA history with 1135. So they two Damn. two records were were basically hit in one night, one night. So kudos really to those crazy, dudes, man. Like two
2: totally different guys, too. That's like just totally different players. Like DeMar has to work for those points <laughs> like He (laughs) do, big. (laughs) You
1: know, Demar, that it actually happened against San Antonio of all teams. So for it to happen against your old team, that's kind of bittersweet. And now you can look at it like I was once there, and now I'm here. I'm like the 50th player to get 20,000 career points. So congratulations to Demar and LeBron. What quarter?
0: What what quarter did he get that in? Y'all know.
1: Um that I I'm didn't not sure. I do know it was a it was a mid-range floater.
0: No, okay. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to check it. I just wondered like if it was first quarter, I'm like, bro, you was point shaving the game before that so you can get to San Antonio, bro. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that's a good point. We <laughs> had to check on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we got another uh table shaker from the Spurs. They waived their number 12 2021 pick, Josh Primo, amid assault allegations. Now, when this first came out, he tried to say that it was like a mental health thing. He did take his Instagram private, and then he posted that on his Instagram, and he was like, pray for me, it's my mental health. Well, then one, one to two days later, it comes out that it's now assault allegations against women, and... I'm just – I feel like the Spurs kind of did what they had to do. I don't know how y'all feel on it, but if that was their saving grace, their way to save face, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's one of them things, like, Spurs, they run a top class, or first class organization. Mm-hmm. So, like, I respect them for their statement, number one, when they released them that they put out there. Like, I mean, you can't do them respecting because they could have trashed the dude or could have gave some vague thing. No, they still wished them well. And so, I mean, that was that was cool on their part. As far as what he did, I mean, they're saying alleged, but I just feel like that's just a cop-out, because you probably got some data that it happened if you waived them, so hope you gets yourself together,
2: man. I, same, because it's it's such a bummer, man, when you see someone like say that it's a mental health thing and then immediately something else comes out sort of, you yeah. know, saying the other thing. You know, it's just, there's players out there that are actually dealing with some stuff that are like going public with that. It just, it. I I hope he gets whatever he's going through. I hope he's okay. And I hope he takes, hope he stays safe.
1: Agreed, Luke. Agreed. I think that the Spurs are definitely a first class organization. Love what they're doing over there. I love pop. And it's just, it's sad that it came down to getting rid of such a great talent because he can't control his own actions. If that's what really happened, but you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. It's all alleged right now. So we'll find out more in the coming days, but
0: uh, oh, it's coming. <laughs> Y'all say some stuff about Edoka Uh Idoka can't or what I can't. You talking about a name you can't pronounce. I can't say his name. Coach Email. Email. Email's it either. E-may. E-may's E-may's yeah. They 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 just threw a little sprinkle of a little salt today. They didn't give a, 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 a big explanation, but I saw they put a little salt that it was some text messages and this and that. They they gonna, it's gonna come out if he gets this next job, but we'll see. Okay. As,
2: as soon as he gets it, someone's gonna someone's gonna leak something. It's gonna happen like oh, that. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely that's that's how it works y'all know that's yep. how it works <laughs> yep. to get off of that little dark matter we have to give a shout out to uh, Allen Iverson today was the day in 1996 he made his debut with the 76ers shout out AI love him he's he's my top two and unfortunately he is too because Kobe is number one but
2: <laughs> yeah respect respect.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> And then we have to show love to uh, Atlanta rapper Takeoff, one-third of the Migos who passed away today. Um, Unfortunately, he did pass away this morning in Houston due to gun violence. That was just absolutely unnecessary, so Mm -hmm. we're sending all the prayers and love to his family right now. I know his mom is taking it very, very hard, so... yeah.
0: Um, and i tough. have just say one thing on that, man. Um, you know, being a black man in America, uh, we don't want to, you know, get too off the rails, but it has been, like, one of those things where, like, gun violence sometimes is, like, a part of the culture. It's like we accepting it, and I made a point in my life where we just can't keep accepting it. You know, at some point, we got to do something about it because it's just, it's senseless, exactly. man. It's senseless. Mm-hmm. These people, I mean, the Migos... They broke records of the Beatles. I'm not saying, you know, people make. I'm not saying they make better music than the Beatles, but like the records that they break uh, or broke and, you know, the, the impact that they had in the world or have on the world, like it's just senseless to lose somebody like that. He wasn't even really involved, you know, that it was just a stray. So that's just there. He was just there.
1: He was yeah. like the quietest member of the group and he was just there. They literally said he was there in the corner. So it's, it's so sad. Like it needs to stop.
0: It does, man. So mm-hmm. RIP to take off. Uh peace and mm-hmm. blessings to everybody, you know, and involved. And uh, hopefully we get a stop on this, y'all, for real. But uh mm-hmm. to get the move back up, you know, <laughs> we're here to talk about some grizzly grizzly stuff. So um and just so y'all, again, this is the first podcast. We want you to get familiar with our flow, what, you know, how we'll be doing things and you know, uh, we will have a new segment every single week. Um, just to kind of go over what's been going on because NBA news is greasy news and crazy news is NBA news, so uh, we want to definitely bring that up. So, uh, let's talk about some topics, let's get into it a little bit. So, uh, talk let's talk about it. So, the season <laughs> is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we have on week two, week three of the, of the regular season at this point, and uh, got some ups and downs, but a lot of things you know that, that that's promising, and so uh. You know, I just want to get you know how y'all feel about the season. Uh, maybe two things that you know, I like about the season, maybe two things that could be better that you ain't really feeling with, you know, right now. Um, but you know, what's your thoughts right now with the season? Because I know how I feel, but how y'all feel, Luke? You want
1: to go first?
2: I'm happy, I'm happy because <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Like, I we lost the we lost slow mo, we lost Mel. I, you know, there were guys that had to step up. I think they have stepped up. I I, I think Jiddy has stepped up. I think Santi Claus has stepped up. You know, I think there's, like, those are two dudes that I didn't think could, and they both have. I and, did. and and the same for the Rooks, man. Like, the L- ravia has been lights out. He's been shooting the ball lights out. I I feel like someone told him in summer league to stop playing <laughs> as good, and it, just because they were like, stop, stop, man. You're like, you need to save save this, please. Because he's just been great. Now, granted, I need everyone to to they all need to get their health in order. I mean, I know that like I just need to, if if a bad, the bad part of the season is health, you know, just just to, all across the board. I need everybody to get healthy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm with Luke. I'm happy. Um, I mean, I do have a few things that I really, really want to point out, like that I just love and. It's the developmental team that's that that is with the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Like you saw Desmond Bain go from this dude who was known only last year for three pointers, and now he's lights out on defense, and he has this floater, and this he's driving to the paint, and he's making layups, and he's doing coast to coast, like across the court now.
0: His bag and... is deep.
1: His bag is deep. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but like Luke was saying, though, with the rookies, the development with the rookies is beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Jake LaRavia, he's finding himself. David Roddy is going to find himself. I feel like he's just being a little too aggressive right now. But once he tones it down and really gets to where he needs to be, it's going to be dangerous, him and Kennedy Chandler. Kennedy Chandler yeah. is phenomenal on defense. He, I mean, he'll go out there. He's not afraid. Him, Kenneth Lofton Jr., like none of these rookies are afraid to step on this court with anybody, anybody. Right. And then I love the aggressiveness of the front office with this draft. Cause we were all confused. We were like, who the hell is David Roddy? Why did we move up for David? Roddy? Who the hell is that? And then now you're seeing him out there and you're like, Oh, I get it. He works. He is yeah. one of the shooters that we actually needed. And then, yeah. My dislikes with the team, they're not really big. I just wish that rookies like Kenneth Lofton Jr. could get more minutes so we could see what he really has going on. Like, I want to see what he can do out there on the floor with 12. I don't want to see him in garbage time. I want to see him in the first and second quarter. Like, I want to see what this kid can do. And then the team just has to clean up simple mistakes. The turnovers have to stop. They have to. That's that's killing us. And then they just have to play better on the defensive end, which I know we don't have Jared. We don't have Zaire. That's hurting us there. But other than that, I'm happy. I, I can't complain.
2: Yeah, the turnovers is I... a good point. The the turnovers, man. Like I feel like uncharacteristically turning the ball over this season. it's, yes. it, it's weird. True. That's a very good point.
0: Especially last night. Like, I, I don't really want to go too deep into the game last night because it didn't even happen. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in a game that I thought I guess I dreamed about, you know, Jai was just throwing the ball all over the place. The team was throwing it all um, over the place. It didn't, no. it didn't look like them. So, like I said, it didn't even happen. So I'm not going to talk about it.
1: Didn't but, happen? Uh, I didn't
0: talk about it. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. It is what it what is. What
2: game? What game are you talking about? man <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe I was playing 2K, bro. I just it, it slipped my, mind
2: I, my I didn't watch basketball yesterday.
1: <laughs> I really sleep, didn't. I went to sleep. I knew it wasn't really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap game, man. It was a trap game. I, I did not that. fall
1: into that trap. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud yeah. of myself. Self care, people. Take care of yourself. Go to sleep if you feel like it's going to be trash.
2: Seriously, I, I fell. I fell into the trap like it was one of those cardboard boxes with a stick you just pull. I I fell right into it.
0: Hey, yeah. If y'all don't take Nicole's advice, just look at Kanye West. He he, said he was he was sleepy, but he put that tweet out anyway. But if he just would have went to sleep, he would be okay right now.
1: Everything would be fine.
0: Listen to Nicole, y'all, please.
1: Please listen. Uh, <laughs> Self care
0: is best care, people. <laughs> but I, I'm with y'all, man. Like I, I'm pleased with what I've been seeing. Like I'm not judging anything off a of one game or two game basis. I'm looking at a large sample size. Thinking we in the beginning of the season, so it's not even like a, a really a large sample size to look at. But I'm not gonna look at the two games. Well, we lost three games now. All right. Well. Yeah. I, I,
2: we're not counting. We're not counting one of those. <laughs>
0: Okay, cool. So, like, if you just looking at, like, the the grand scheme of things, like, the team looks like when we get fully healthy, we're going to be a problem because Ja took his crazy play to another level that I'm almost like, is he maxed out? Like, is he at 99 right now? Because if he's not at 99 right now, let's say he's at a 95 or 96. Like, I think his 2K rating is, like, 94. So, if we're saying that where he's playing it right now in real life is a 94, like him getting to a 99 is scary because like yeah. dropping a three. We already know he can play make. He can jump over top of your head. He can't be guarded. He got faster. Him and Mo Wells got him somehow running a, a full 240 out there. Um
2: Man, he's leading the league in three-point percentage right now. He's leading the league.
0: That's nuts. That's like, nuts. You he's
1: know what? leading the league. He, I don't even think he's near a 94 right now. I think he's more like a 92. This kid is nowhere near his ceiling, really? and this is scary. Like, <laughs> once, he, once he fully develops and really has that step-back three or that pop-up three where he feels like he can just take it at any point, point. and the same thing with the floater. His floater has been looking gorgeous, but mm-hmm. he's not hitting it from certain points. If yeah. he starts hitting that floater and that three from anywhere on the court at any time coming off the dribble, it's going to be nasty for this yeah. kid, I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> you, you know what? When you first said that, I was like, uh, and "But you're right."
2: She's right? right. She's right. <laughs> listen to Nicole. Listen to Nicole.
0: Right. I'm saying a whole segment, Listen, listen
2: to Nicole.
1: Just, Just listen to, to Nicole. <laughs> on the league's door, and it's gonna be like eviction notice. This is no longer the NBA. This is the John Morant League. Like yes.
2: this is the, this is the yes.
1: male yes. league. Like he is taking over. He's gonna be the face of the league in the next two or three years. It is what it is.
0: Oh yeah. That's fact. It's too easy. And that's like when people was like criticizing the team, and don't get me wrong, like I'm never going to flip-flop and say like, I might change my opinion or the way I feel about something, but I'm never going to come on and say that's not how I ever felt. I disagree with the with the team not making like any additional moves this offseason because I'm like coming off the season that we had, like we was this close from getting a championship, y'all. I don't, like Jabba mm-hmm. ran injury, Steven Adams having COVID. Like if we have them for a full – like series against golden state what's going on with the celtics up. like you just never know it can it can mm-hmm. go either way so I truly
1: really feel like we would have mopped the celtics I'm going to be honest I do We would have had that in 6 easily Yeah
0: the way we were playing like in the in And the way more season, guys Yeah exactly exactly like the regular season we sometimes struggle with them for whatever reason but like and we, I know we're going to touch on this in a little bit but I think Taylor Jenkins and the staff would have found a way to really unlock that team and get them, a, you know, past the Celtics. But like just looking at that, I'm like, man, we just needed a few moves. It's a few moves to 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 get to that next level. Uh, and then you know, you look in the preseason. I mean, not preseason summer league, and I'm like, uh, Santi ain't really showed me enough. I know he had some good mm-hmm. games, but you know, I, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from 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 Kenny Lofton Jr. and Arabia. His shooting didn't really, you know, know too much about how I felt about Roddy. And the other two rookies, I'm just either here or there on me personally. But getting in the preseason and now it's like if John again, we talking about him being from a 92 or 94, and him by the end of the season, if he's there, he probably gonna be to a 96 because I I, it, I think he still got one more step. Like you said, to take. if Jaron comes back just equal to what he did last season, and then you surround them with you know people just taking marginal gains like Conchar and Aldama, like. I talk smack about him this summer. I take everything back. If he made me, you know, do your thing, brother. Do your thing. That's all I got to say. Talk
2: so, your shit. Like,
0: <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm excited. Like, when this team gets fully healthy, like, I think we're going to be all right. I know we're going to be all right. And so, um, the only thing that I, I would, you know, say that I don't like too much of, and it's kind of the, you know, go back on what you were saying, Nicole. I don't like the whole, Junior thing because I feel like some people on you know either side of the fence saying it's political, like and what what I mean by that is the X minutes. I mean that, but then too, I feel like it's the whole thing with he was undrafted, so because we didn't use a pick on him, we don't want to give him time against the guys that we get use picks on. But my thing is like, if he's a better player, play him. Like people forget that Kendrick Nunn was number two. He was number two in rookie of the year voting against Ja, his rookie year. And he was undrafted. So you yeah. can't tell me, like, it don't make sense to me that him being undrafted is a reason for you not to play him against guys that you drafted. If he goes out there and performs better than David Roddy, excuse me, bro, um, then my minutes is right there. That's just, <laughs> I feel like, what it should be.
1: And um, I agree, Chris, because the league is a dog-eat-dog world. Face yep. it. You're gonna get it how you get it, and it doesn't matter who you got to take it away from, even if it's your right. own teammate. At the end Save of the day, better. Junior deserves a chance just as much as David Roddy and Jake LaRavia. Yep, that's my yep. agenda, and I'm pushing it all season like a buggy through the. Supermarket. Oh I'm pushing it. <laughs> like a buggy,
0: <laughs> and I listened to Anthony saying like he made a good point on their uh, new podcast, "Grind Season." He was talking about how like if you look at Lofton is a like Santi Aldama type thing, to um, so where they put him in South Haven throughout the season. Um, you know he does get certain minutes throughout the year, but they keep him out there. He's basically just blooming in in, in the G League, and then next thing you know, next season or maybe two seasons yeah. down the line, way well, he's he's got everything on. You know his defense is good. He lost a little bit more weight. His bag is even deeper than what it is now. He's yeah. getting up to the speed to the NBA game. Now you unleash a whole monster to the NBA, and they like what's going on. Golden State did it with Jordan Poole. Like he didn't come in doing what he's doing now. So like it's, I'm on both sides of the corner there. So it's not really. I guess I can't say it's a dislike, but I guess I do got my strong feelings about him getting minutes over X. I'm just, I'm I'm just saying.
2: That's the one for me. It's just like, uh, I just don't think X has the speed. And you, you, I just, it's gonna be tough for me to hear an argument where you're saying Junior doesn't. Like, I just think Junior has that speed now. And X has lost right. it. I love him. I love him. I like I the, the, this, this playoff game, the second one against the T Wolves. That was when X just went off. We won. Like a big reason we won was because of X, but he's just not, yeah. he's not like a, he's not what we need right now. He's not like a caliber rotation guy. He's been kind of hurting us when he's been getting minutes lately.
0: Yep. And if y'all know this, like, I don't, y'all may have not picked up, y'all may have, I don't know, but I've been watching this damn near since his rookie year, like, he got a limp when he runs. I don't know if he's, like, permanently injured or if it's something that, like, maybe just nagging. But, like, when he runs or he walks, he's got, like, a a hitch to it, like, almost just as bad or maybe even worse than Zion. So I don't know if that affects him, like, on and off because he'll have his days where it's like, dang, X really could. And then you come Mm -hmm. back the next and, man, X looks terrible. Like, you just – I don't know, you know. So if he's cool with being a 15 to 14 uh, guy, Guy on the bench, keep him here because is his best friend. I'm cool with having him here. Good. I think he's I uh, his mad.
2: contract is his contract ends the exact same day we have to pick up Junior's contract. They end on like it's the exact same day.
1: Ooh, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, that's it's messy. It's,
1: it's,
2: that's messy. And and that, you
1: messy? messy. It's that's messy. messy? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
2: He's been he's been so clean, and that's the one. It's like ooh, mm.
0: doggy dog world, man. yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's see.
0: Let's see. <laughs> but um, I guess we'll we, we'll switch gears to our beloved um player that everybody got uh, opinion on one way or the other, and uh, I guess we'll hear hear it a bit how we feel on this podcast. But um. You know, Dylan Brooks, y'all, I'm just going to get straight to it. I should
1: have meditated before this.
0: You probably should have because I I don't know how this is going to go and whatever happens, happens. But, um, (laughs) you know, Dylan Brooks, man, my thing with him is this is year six for him. Like, at some point you have to realize what your role is going to be, whether it be you personally or the team telling you what your role is going to be. And either you're going to conform to that or are going to be a rebel today. that? Now, where we meet in the middle is, are you going to be here or not? Because if what you're doing, the way, your way is working, great. If it's not working, then we got to figure something else out. So um, my question to y'all is, man, just this, this Dylan Brooks, I know it's early season, so I'm not – I am. Let me just – I'm going to stop the cap. Let me stop the bluffing. Does Dylan Brooks fit? With this team, this iteration of the this Grizz next gen, going forward us being a championship contender, does he fit?
1: Right now, no. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't see him as a starting five, especially when Jaron comes back. I feel like your starting five is going to be Jaron, Steven, Ja, Bane, and Santi Aldama, or Conchard, maybe Conchard. I'm gonna throw that out there. Or no, no, you that's know it? What? Let me take those back. I'm gonna put Z. I gotta put Z. Okay. I forgot about forgot about my little baby bear. I call him baby bear because you know <laughs> we was we was kind of rookies to the Grizzlies together. So you know that's my baby bear. We entered this together. But okay, I feel like that's gonna be your starting five. It's gonna be Jaw Bane, Steve O, Triple J, and Zaire. I just feel like for me, honestly. This is the no bluffing podcast. I'm going to just keep it 100%. I feel like when the Grizzlies drafted Ja, Dylan felt some type of way. When Ja came in and immediately just kind of took over the team, and Dylan was like, I'm not that dude. I don't have to play hero anymore, so what is my role? He still hasn't found that role three to four years later. And if you don't have it by now, it's not going to be there. At best, I see him as a six-man coming off the bench. And if he doesn't like it, he can go because we have your replacement in David Roddy or Jake Laravia. Boom, bam, done. Done. Okay. Well, (laughs) we we agree. We agree. We agree. So Luke, I mean, he can he can can go on. He can be traded somewhere.
2: Okay, so so it's tough for me because money wise, it makes sense to trade his contract is very easy to trade, but. The fact that our defense is so bad right now just, just can we keep him until Jaron gets back? Is it can, 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 can I can I pick oh that as an Is that is I that until Jaron gets back? When yeah,
1: gets back
2: I mean it's it's like what Nicole just said. It we named three guys that could start ahead of Dylan that, that contribute better than he does. And and I I've got his jersey. I, I, I love it. I like I love him. I love how he plays. I love that defense, but it's just he I, he, he needed
1: the ball sometimes. He does, yeah,
2: and he needed to know what his role was going to be. And I just don't know if it went one ear and out the
0: other. But he doesn't seem interested in changing,
2: and that that makes it hard to root for him. It makes it
0: real hard. <laughs> and that's my thing. Like, I feel like at some point, like they told him, and and I, I I've been on record. My conspiracy was that the whole thing with the front office this off season, when he wasn't, you know, available for uh what was it, uh in the season interviews, everybody was yeah. exit interviews.
1: Yeah, he was, everybody
0: was there. He <laughs> left early, and I'm like,
1: mm, okay, yeah, like
0: y'all great. know, y'all know we do this every single year. dealing this show fifth time. Like you know for sure, you the longest one here. You know the daytime, the room, you know uh what color suit the person gonna have on, escorting you down the hallway. Like yep. you the OG technically. So, like, you, I, everybody was trying to save face up there talking about, oh, well, Dylan, he fine. He just – he left early. Oh, okay. I, I say it was a conversation that happened, and, you know, he didn't like the answer that he was giving. So, that's just me. But, like, that's what I, I said this summer. I was like, if he comes back after that conversation and actually adapts to that role, just be a 3 and D guy. Work on your corner three the whole offseason. Don't shoot another shot. Don't do one of them crazy yo-yo layups. Don't do a behind the back. Don't do – don't work on nothing else but a corner three, lose a little weight and get faster. So you can chase take your, the three-point line.
2: Take the clothesline out of your game. You know, none of that. I'll take
1: that, that out. He, he's still <laughs> doing these things that y'all are talking about. So I'm, so I'm over here laughing like
0: he won't change. And I, it's people in Grizz Twitter and and, and 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 Grizz just whatever the Grizzly atmosphere is like, oh no, if he will just no. He's 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 in if we're talking in dog years, right? Six years of <laughs> dog years is what? Like, it's like 40, 50. Like, it's I mean, over 50. Ball, maybe. It's yeah. 42, y'all. It's 42. 40.
2: It's okay. not over 50.
0: <laughs> he ain't changing. It's a wrap. He's on the decline in, in dog years. Like, nothing's changing for him. Like,
1: my thing is, every time he gets the ball in his hands, I get this sick feeling in the pit of my stomach because yeah. we don't know what he's going to do. So I'm like, is he gonna be like Dylan, the villain, psycho Dylan, and just shoot from anywhere? Or is he gonna put it in the paint? Is he gonna pass it? Like you don't you know, Ever know what he's gonna do, and it's scary. He needs. I take to it stop. a step further.
0: He don't know. He don't know what he's gonna do.
2: <laughs> no, he doesn't. I agree. He just he has no idea. He has he's no just idea.
1: He's going with it. Whatever pops in his brain. Yeah.
0: So and
2: I, I love that about him. <laughs>
0: Irrational confidence is is cool to a degree. Don't get me wrong, but my thing with him is that when you have a John Morant, which is like we just talked about, he's gonna be the face of the NBA. He's gonna be on the two K covers. He's gonna be he's generational. That's all I gotta say. You're right, Nicole. Generational yep. talent, generational player. We've never seen anything like this outside of uh, Allen Iverson, probably. Just the the appeal that he has to everybody. The, having tapped into the hip hop culture, like it's just it's crazy that. John's the perfect fit for Memphis and the NBA for Riverr. We just being honest, but if you got somebody like that, you got a Defensive Player of the Year candidate in Jaron Jackson. My opinion, he should have won it last year. That was politics, whatever. Um, yeah, he was cheated. I don't care what I don't care what they say. Um, you got a sharp shooter in Desmond Bain, which and my highlight of the week I got coming up. His growth is crazy. Um, yeah. Where you fit in to perfect this because you got Stephen Adams. If he's here long term, which I would love him to be uh being able to rebound and set screens like he does to open up the game for Ja. All you have to do is fit in a role at that point when you got basically four specialists on the floor. Your specialty needs to be to, to shut down the best player on the other team and hit open, open shots and keep the ball.
1: And you know who can do that, Chris? With no problem, with no selfishness? Zaire Williams. Number
0: Zaire. Um, I wish Jay. I knew his little name. JD is getting find there. Find out. JD is getting there. Jake Lurabio. <laughs> oh yeah. Find, let's find out his middle name for sure. We might, might name this podcast out. his middle name.
2: <laughs> you, oh. see, like Dylan Brooks needs to play like the second round pick out of Oregon that he is. That's what he just needs to play like. Like that's that's all we're and that's not a bad job. That's a pretty solid gig it's on this not, team. It's <laughs>
0: not because if you, you look at Draymond Green, he's irrationally confident to a T, but he yes. still knows where he you know he knows where he, where his boundaries are. He's still the enforcer of that team. He's still a leader in that locker room. But he don't put up. I mean, he, we call him triple single. It is what it is, but they know the value he has on that team.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Dylan, you can be that. You can stay here and make 15 to $20 million a year for the rest of your career if you just play your role perfectly. If you can't do that, though, we got a dude that's got 10 or nine in his knee because he's still growing, that's in the wings ready for you. We got mm-hmm. Jacob LaRavia that can be a – Sniper. He's a Hooper. Uh, hooper. Yeah, he, he, Hooper. You're right. Hooper. My bad. You got David. Ryan, <laughs> you got the exact same body type as you. He even went as far as to get his hair just like you. Hair, That's hair. an insult. <laughs> That's an insult, bro. He in your face playing with you. So you need to get it together, my guy. That's all I'm saying. Because I mean, with one year left on your deal, like, you
2: do you, have you think to they get, offered him know, an extension in the, the off season?
0: I don't. Be I just because I mean they, they offered everybody else this offseason. Literally everybody. Everybody. Everybody got one except for him. That's telling.
1: They even took the rookie option on Bain and Zaire. It's like yep. second year, and they're already taking his rookie option. They so gave like, Jenny extended.
2: The they year. extended, yeah, they extended Jenny.
0: <laughs> like,
1: no,
0: oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. The disrespect
2: keep coming dealing way. Jiddy got a four-year extension
1: with the Grizz and a Nike deal, bro. And a Nike deal? <laughs> we got the coming. we call Conch Jitties.
2: Top of my Christmas list this year, literally. I'll, I'll
1: show it. <laughs> John
2: jersey. John Conchar jersey.
1: Oh, man. My man done got a sleeve, and now he playing different. He got a Nike everything.
0: Yeah, for real. My I love, Jiddy though. Quick, 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 very quick Jiddy story. The first year we had season tickets when Ja got here. Uh, and obviously it was Jiddy's first year. One of them games we went to, I can't remember the team we went to uh to see that night, but I looked over like maybe a row back and probably like four seats to my right. Jitty was sitting up there in the stands with us. I what? was like, I think I was I was row 108. I mean, section 108, like, row R. So I was on the lower bowl, but, like, almost close to, like, the back right there. He was, like, behind me to the side, just chilling. And I wanted to say something to him, but at the same time, like, I didn't want to, like, be weird. I was like, (laughs) I'm I'm going to leave bro alone. Like, I'm going to let him enjoy himself, like, whatever. he sat there, I think, for, like, the first maybe two quarters. And then I looked back at the halftime, he wasn't sitting over there no more.
1: Not so, him, no. I would have been like, Conch, what you doing? What you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just, But it's it just so crazy to see him coming from there. Like, bro was sitting in the stands, even though he signed to the team on the two-way, just sitting in the stands with the, with the fans watching the game. Just chilling. And, I mean, look but at him now, that, bro. Crazy. I love
1: that. That speaks volumes on Jitty's character as a person. Yeah. You're putting yourself in the stands with the people who are now cheering for you. They're buying your jerseys. They're going to be buying your yep. shoes. And you put yourself in their shoes. Yep. So that speaks volumes to his character as a man and as an athlete. I love that.
0: I mm-hmm. love it. Shout out, Jiddy, man. Yeah, shout out, Jiddy.
1: <laughs> he got me yelling, all hell the magic punch. <laughs> <made that> little- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's
0: too funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so last topic, y'all, a uh, little controversial at times, but I think overall he does a good job. We're talking about Coach Jenkins. Uh, you know, that guy, he's got a, a great winning percentage right now. I mean, he, he's been developing talent. Uh, and, you know, you have questionable calls and stuff like that here and there. But for me personally, I think he's been doing pretty well this season. What's y'all thoughts on Coach Jenkins as far as just the job he's doing, rotations, you know, Just all of it, man. You got coaches getting fired left and right, but I think he's locked in. I think he got the team behind him, you know, for the most part. So what's your thoughts on Coach Jenkins so far this season?
1: So every time I think about Coach Jenkins, rotations comes to mind. And it's not a bad thing this season. Because I think back to last season during the uh, semifinals playing Golden State and the things that he could have done. And he actually acknowledged those things in that last game where we lost in game six. He was like, Mm -hmm. you know, I could have did this different in this game. I could have did this different in this game. Well, now you're seeing it. We're two, three weeks into the regular season, and you're seeing him make these rotations and kind of test these guys out into where to put them with who and, you know, who's going to run best with who. And that's how you're going to get the best out of your players. That's how you're going to figure out what works for you as a coach. And that's how you're going to test their abilities and really you know, stretch their strengths to be well-rounded. You can tell he wants this team to be well-rounded. And, man, with all of the hell that's going on in the league with these coaches right now, we're blessed to have Jenkins. I don't mm-hmm. give a damn what right. Jenkins does right now. Jenkins is a blessing. He is a good leader to these guys. You can tell Jaw and Bane – and then they respect him. They adore him. They know at the end of the day, this dude is my friend, but this dude is also my leader, and he's going to get us to where we need to be if I listen to him. So, yeah. I'm all in on Taylor Jenkins, man. I I love him. That's my coach. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm in the cold too. And like, I, piggybacking off that, like the, the 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 his willingness to try these different lineups is awesome because he yeah. coming from Bud's coach Bud staff, you know, like. Who who was known around the league for like never changing what he was doing like he was he was losing championships because he was re- no, like refusing to guard the three ball like yeah. like refusing to shoot the three ball like he just was so stuck in his ways and Jenkins is not like that like the dude will try as many different lineup combinations as he needs to until he solves the problem and some of the lineup combinations are bad and he will yep. still just like Mike, try and
1: it. Clark and Steven Adams. <laughs>
2: yes it's just like or like the, the kennedy chandler with tyson with tyus it's like okay let's let's maybe mix a little that's really that's really <laughs> tiny that's a really tiny a lineup like
1: small,
2: small <laughs> really party. small lineup but like <laughs> but he still tries it you know and it's yeah. like I, I i love that i love that because because that's what that's what it takes to win in this league you know you you gotta you've got to problem solve you know, you gotta you gotta figure out what the issue is, and you've got to try as many different combinations to figure out the problem. Right, and I, and his beard game's on point too, which is really nice.
0: Hey, he got some man. I'm telling man you, like, Memphis. Memphis a change of life, dude. I mean, he he came to Memphis <laughs> all naked faced. <laughs> <Yeah>, he did. <laughs> he got in the gym a little bit, grew the beard out, got it perfectly lined up. I'm like, all right, TJ.
1: Yeah. notice how aggressive he's been this season, too? Like, he's been challenging some stuff, man. Mm -hmm. He's been yelling at these refs. He's been yelling at the officials. He's been yelling at his players. Like, last season I was like, he doesn't have the you-know-whats to to yell Mm -hmm. at Dylan Brooks. And now he's over here on the sideline, like, shaking his paper at Dylan. I'm like, yep, he's here. I've been praying for this. Prime Jenkins has been praying for this. Ooh, for real he's got like, those boys
2: respecting the staff too like every one of those coaches those oh, boys yeah. respect. like, like everybody
0: yeah yeah that i mean you look like you said like you're looking at the landscape of the league i don't think that you, ne- you never can say never but i just can't see us having a problem with him he just he's just got that vibe of one of the mainstays he can be a grizzly for the, his whole career if he wanted to you know
1: yep. almost he's at this so point young. He's so that's what young. i'm saying
0: i think
2: he's my age maybe he, oh god that's gonna make me feel i need to look that up <laughs>
0: <laughs> and why you look at that look up how old papa was when he started because i just wonder like I, I seen early pictures of pop but like i just wonder how old he was when he started like it's the same thing okay. i can I, I can feel like he on that same trajectory and um uh, but the point out what you was talking about, as far as him just being even more aggressive this year, like I know that game last night didn't happen, but in my dream, <laughs> I saw him uh, where he called like two back-to-back timeouts because terrible defense was being played. Like it took me back to John Calipari days back when yeah. he was at Memphis. Like that's what you need. Like at some point, okay, if I go out and tell you to go do something and you don't do a timeout, look, y'all, Shake them by the head, shake them by the throat, whatever you got to do. This is what we got to do. They go out there, they mess up again. Maybe his first year, he would have let it slide. He hearing the criticism coming from everywhere else, like, no, we got a championship squad. We do. I just got to put the piece together in the right position to make this thing happen. And so he not letting them slide this year. And like I said, mm-hmm. I, I've been thinking he's been kind of scared of Dylan. That's me personally. But, again, I've been seeing some stuff this year that maybe maybe he's, maybe he's he fed up and maybe he know that he's out, the, you know, at the pitcher at some point. So it's like, hey, if you ain't going to be here, I'm not going to kiss your butt no more. It's time for you to roll if you don't want to assimilate in what we got going on, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I've been really pleased with what I've been seeing with Coach Jenkins. And I always say, like, for me, like, he's one of the best play callers I've seen especially yeah. using Ja, like some of the ways that he get people open, I would be sitting there like, dude what the hell is going on in your brain to think of a play like that and they work, half the time like most of the game winners that Ja hit is because the play was drawn up, for him. it's not really like just Ja went out there and went, made something crazy, like he'll make something crazy don't get me wrong, but like to get in that position a lot of times, the way he does it, it's like just crazy to watch if, if people just really break that down, so I mean he, he got my respect, man, that's for sure
1: uh, Chris, to answer your question, when Pop took over for the Spurs in, what, 96? He was 47.
2: Mm-hmm. Jenkins is 38.
1: Pop was 47 oh, when he took over for the Spurs.
0: Oh, so he – dang, I thought he was younger than that. So it's and even- he was
1: born in 49. He's 73 now.
0: Man, he old. Yeah, he is. Shout out to Pop, man. He living his best life. Yeah, yeah. He's the OG man. <laughs> he, he don't care if they want to lose. He just out there, man. He's like,
2: hey, He's got He just got coaching. He just yeah, he got his <laughs> rings. He just coaching.
1: He's just chilling. He
0: get them he all them. He's just chilling. He's like, the old dudes that go to the YMCA just be walking around looking at the girls and they at the y. That's where he at. He's on cruise control yep. right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just with the rings, with the rings.
0: With the rings. <laughs> Oh, but it sounds like we pretty much on the same page as far as that, uh, you know, Coach, he's doing a great job. And, you know, we'll see what happens when everybody gets back. Because he's going to have to shuffle the deck again. But I don't think you get enough credit. You know, you have a team number two last year uh, in the whole league as far as win-loss, and you had shuffling pieces the whole time. Well, it looked like we were doing the same thing this year. Um, And one more thing real quick. Y'all, we started 9 and 10 last year. This is for the people that's listening. We started 9 and 10 last year. Like, we don't know what was going on. We was putting new pieces together last year, and everybody, for the most part, was healthy last year um, mm-hmm. outside of dealing here and there. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We we're going to all be all right. That's all I got to say. We good. <laughs> we good. So uh we're going to move on to these last two segments, man, Um where we're going to just show y'all the high highlight of the week. Um and um, and then from there we'll do the no bluff and player of the week. Luke's gonna take on that. So let's go ahead and get this highlight breakdown. I want to show y'all some because I was looking through. I was like, uh, it's a lot of little crazy plays. And if you watch the Grizzlies, like Jaws putting on a highlight probably He's twice on a, a highlight minute.
1: reel every yeah. night.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's just really at this point kind of. It's really cheating, like I could pick one of his and just throw it on here. But I wanted to like try to be a little analytical brain, like all right, let me just find something else. <laughs> Cause I can always just if nothing else happened, I can go find Ja on a Tuesday in the third quarter yeah. with two minutes left. And he right. did something crazy. No, no, you know, no, no. so um we're gonna roll with this one right here. It's it's our guy Desmond Bain. Ooh, yeah, Des.
1: my man. But <laughs> for, for me,
0: man, it's just so crazy how. And let me get my face out of the camera for y'all that's listening. Uh, again, it's the first episode, so we're working at the kinks. But oh, and it's actually two. I, I had to put two and one because it's the same kind of highlight. We did it in the same game, right? So, like, everybody knows we, they, they want to call Desmond just a knockdown shooter or whatnot. But, like, he's obviously been working on this game where he can dribble the ball and create for himself. So, right here, he kicks it out his stuff. The, the quarter is winded down. And look he making, is that Keegan Murray? Keegan Murray, he making the boy dance. Let's slow it down. Let's slow
2: he's it down. Go, that's an all-rookie. He, he going to be an all-rookie, and he making him dance.
1: Keegan Murray in a washing machine on a step-back
0: three.
1: <laughs> on, Sorry, Keegan. Sorry. And then the sad
0: part, let's look at Alex Lynn. Look at Alex Lynn on the basket. He about blew a tire. <laughs> and look he, at that he's moment, at man. Keegan. He moving around. His first year, bro, that basketball would have went off his leg or mm-hmm. through the- like he's just so smooth. All right, cool. That was the end of the second. We come back, bam. Now I don't know if this Rashawn Holmes or Sean Condo or Great Value Rashawn Holmes. I don't know who <laughs> this is right here. But Jesus Christ, like bro, where you going? No. Yeah, what
2: is he? Yeah, nowhere. He's in where Sacramento. You
0: going? It was so funny. Famous Lowe said, uh, he almost knocked his glasses off. Like, come
1: here.
2: Like,
1: that's crazy. You, you know the You're ball
2: ain't going down. Now. You know the ball's not going down there.
1: You can't defend <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. There's no defending yeah.
0: that. Yeah. So, so my thing is, if, if he was a flyby king, he's a knockdown shooter if you leave him open. And now he's he doing, he's dancing with the ball like, yeah, Desmond Bain. bang. That's all I can say. So
1: He's already on say? that coast-to-coast, too. He got that coast-to-coast layup gene in him already. It's been a I think he's year.
2: mad that he wasn't actually the most improved player last year. And so he's like gunning, gunning for it this year. So
1: he just said he's not even doing that now. He's entering his all-star yeah, right. phase. This is his yep. all-star entrance. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, can you name nine guys that you can trust? I mean, nine guys in the league that you trust to go get you
0: 30? I, no.
1: No? <laughs> no. Nope.
0: Outside of the superstars, like the, the, the household names? No, but no. Not like that. Nope.
1: But let me tell he you, I, I would take deuce, deuce, 22 every time over anybody else in this league if I'm asking for 30 points a night. It's Desmond Payne.
2: He, he when he's Bain, on one, too. When he's on
0: one, he can go yeah. <laughs> got Dylan the, And then you got Dylan at the end of the game the other night. He tried <laughs> to play here. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all saw the game. Everybody the Dylan, the, the
2: Dylan segment was earlier, man. That was earlier.
0: My bad. My bad. My bad. I, don't, I have flashbacks with him. I have flashbacks. PTDD. PTDD is what I'm gonna start calling it. Post traumatic Dylan,
2: Dylan distress. <laughs> <laughs> that wait, post traumatic Dylan distress. I love that. I love that so much. Yes,
1: sir. <laughs> I you need to get up somebody Let's get a shirt made. That's going to be a hashtag. <laughs> Every time he gets the ball, I'm going to tweet it. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Dang, that's terrible. Well, Luke, it's on you, brother. We we got your segment up next. So we're going to start off with the player oh. of the week.
2: That Player of the week, it's it's kind of easy, man. No bluffing player of the week. We were just talking about him. After the week, Desmond had, like, the dude was out of this world. Like, for the week, he was averaging 34 points, four boards, four assists, a block, and a steal a game. Like, that's – and that's – that's we we got a guy that can do that, like, on any given night. He had what, – what's his streak at, like, five games in a row with 30 points right now?
1: Um, it would have been six if he played last night. If he played? Yeah.
2: I mean, and, and was- on the night – I mean, the Brooklyn game, he was – what? How many? Eight, eight threes? Did he knock down eight threes?
1: Yeah, he was. I think he um, shot
0: eight. And he knocked down.
1: He what, was, was knocked down six. He shot eight. He was sixty percent from uh, the floater in the paint, and then he was eighty percent from three. That's crazy. He missed like that's crazy. Two. He missed maybe two out of every three that he attempted against the Nets.
2: And that's a guy that what thirty other teams passed on in the draft.
1: Yes. He went to the Celtics.
2: Celtics didn't want him. Shipped him off to us. We'll take him. We'll take him. Yeah, we'll take him. Come
0: on.
2: <laughs> I just love Des, though, man. Like, I, I watched him in college, and I, I just – I'm so grateful for, that he's on this team and that he fits so well. You know, like, it's he fits perfectly with what we're doing culture-wise and just scheme-wise. It's just awesome. It's awesome. I want more Des, more Des, please.
1: I'm with Luke, man. Look, when people ask me who my favorite Grizzlies player is, Ja, I love you, but it's not you, my baby. It's Desmond Bain.
2: No, little, little stout <laughs> Des, little for stocky Des.
1: That reason alone, like you can depend on him to give you 30 a night and not break a sweat.
2: No, he's a dog, man. He's a dog. Yeah, yeah. We blessed.
0: That's all I can say on that. Bless. <laughs> we are
2: blessed. <laughs> blessed. <We're>
0: blessed. <laughs> <laughs> what well, we got, next Luke?
2: Oh, and then I got so the close. I'm a big, I'm a big anime guy. I love anime, and so the closest thing that I saw this week, two Super Saiyans going at it. Did y'all watch the Cavaliers game against Boston?
0: I caught the end of it.
2: Man, okay, I so in the Do- yeah. Donovan Mitchell and Karis Levert combined for 82 points, eight rebounds. 10 assists, and four steals. They shot 58.7% from the field and 647 from three and 944 from the free throw line.
1: Good God almighty.
2: And that's without Darius Garland. Wow, yeah. Darius Garland ain't even playing. Those dudes are out there like Piccolo and Gohan just, just whooping <laughs> up on Boston for, for no reason. Like, Boston's a good team. And I thought... Yep. I, I know Karis LeVert's healthy now, but like... I, I, that's a lot of points. Like yeah. they each had forty-two. I think and he we, got something to prove, man. Man, yeah. Like true. he's always been one of those guys. Like I, I, when he's healthy, he's so fun to watch. But dude can't stay on the court. He's just never been able to stay on the court. And it's like it's not the same injury. It's like one after the other. And it it it's cool to see him on a team where he's able just to go like this. Right, but man. Cleveland's they're what five and one. And the East is tough. The East is tough. Yeah, yep.
1: the East is It's tougher to than the West this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah?
2: Yep. I don't know. I just I is. was I was excited to see both of them go off. You know, we were treated to that almost. We almost had two 40-pointers on Monday. But, you know, Cleveland gets to see it. It's, it's dope. We were that close. I think Des wanted his – they'll get it. We'll, we'll have two points before the season's over.
0: Yeah. And see, the good thing about teams like that, and even, like, with us, when you have, like, multiple, like – Good players, not you don't have these like three superstars and everybody else is trash on the team. When you got a collectively good team, injuries don't affect you that much to where you can kind of just skip out to the playoffs and just beat somebody head in if you need to. That's the good thing about teams like that. And so, you know, if we, I know Cleveland, they were talking for the East last year. If we see them in the championship, I think that'd be super dope. Oh man, two small market teams too, that would be so dope.
1: It'd be fun. And they it's like they connected.
0: They got a lot of friendships, but I think it can get ugly when you're talking about getting in the finals. So I think it'll be even more entertaining because, like, we got to put all that to the side. Definitely.
1: I mean, the part yes. of that was Jaron and Jordan Poole in the semifinals True. last year. Yep. Jordan was trying to be friendly, and Jaron looked at him and was like, uh-uh, bruh. Back up. Yeah. Yeah, back
0: up. Jerry waved him off
2: like nah bro. We ain't doing that. Goofy nope. ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, I
0: want you out goofy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, they, they they went crazy last week. And um I know when we play them, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a matchup, especially if we fully headway. So I, can't wait. I can't, wait. can't wait. Can't
1: wait. Can't wait.
0: Can't wait. We appreciate that. Luke. On that segment, there. So, we're going to finish it off, man, because we had an hour and five minutes. Great first podcast. Um, We want to end it with predictions for the week. So, um, as far as wins and losses, what y'all think, um, as far as games. um, And so, we look at, we got the Trailblazers tomorrow, and we're going from today up until next week actually let me make sure we let everybody know so first episode is dropping today wednesday but we will be doing a regular schedule of dropping on mondays we just want to do like a special edition for the first um the actual first podcast will be releasing on monday so we'll change it from then but it just from we'll talk about from now until next wednesday because we're recording on wednesday um how do y'all feel that we will go so it looks like we got one two three Four, five games. Oh, right. Am I wrong? Hold on. Let me make sure. Four
2: and one. I think we, we take four.
0: So we got let's, – let's break it down. We got Portland yeah. tomorrow. That's a we win. We got the – yeah, that's a dub. I think Anthony Simons may go off, but we'll see.
2: They don't got, um, they they got, don't got Dame Dame. That's a dub. True, true.
1: I, mean, I was going to say, we if they got- had Dame, it would be a whole other story, but yeah, yeah. I don't think Shade and Sharp and the rest of the team can get it done. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, same,
2: same. If they had Dame, I'd be scared, get- but I, I feel good.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and they got uh, our boy Justice Win- Win- Winslow over there. So-
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so we got I'm-
0: Portland, we got Charlotte, Duh. we got Washington. And we got Duh. Boston. That's the five games that we got to next week. I
1: think the only game we might lose is Boston.
2: Yeah, we'll win those. We'll, we'll win those other ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: so y'all, we, y'all both saying four one. Yep. Am
1: mm-hmm. my only loss. I'm giving to Boston because Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum. That's it. That's, I mean, give credit where credit's yeah. due. Those two are phenomenal athletes. Yeah.
0: Who, uh, and if you don't,
1: we don't have, yeah.
0: Now
2: I'm worried. Is anybody hurt? No, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with my – I'm stick with what I said. 4-1. We, we lose this Celtics game. I'm going to stick with it. I'm, I'm going to start second-guessing myself.
1: Don't do
0: that. I'm going to go 4-1-2. <laughs> I'm going to go 4-1-2. Because if y'all watch Washington, like, Bill, he got that bag, and I believe at some point – I don't know if he's playing bad on purpose, but I think he's going to try to request a trade. Yeah, he's he's get,
2: get he's, the he's done.
0: Year. there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, he don't look good at all. So that's a dub. The Hornets don't have Lamelo. Portland don't have Dame, and then I mean Boston is Boston. So yeah, I'm. Wait, the do the Hornets? I, man, I
2: have watched Kelly Oubre Jr. murder us on more than one occasion. <laughs> That's true. And I just, I just have, I, it won't happen. I just have flashbacks. I saw it, and I was really angry for a second, but it was not happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think with all he's the- sleeping by the himself, though. though. I don't think they're gonna be. They might be a little thorn in our side but I don't think there'll be anything like uh, Boston like No, Boston,
0: that's going to be tough. <sighs> I mean, they in Dennis Smith Jr at point guard y'all like he, no, he's better this year. You? I give him I give him that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that's no shade, but when the best thing you can say is he's better this year.
1: <laughs> I back yeah. up his better. You know
0: what's so You know what's so crazy though? Jaws, what Dennis Smith Jr was supposed to be. I don't know if y'all Ooh. watched him this rookie year. Dude was mm. crazy. Hops he got was crazy three point shot. He had a bag. Like I don't know what happened.
2: He broke so some. He got something broke his game at some point. But he's he's looking good this season. Yeah,
1: I would still take tires over him. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, same, <laughs> same, <laughs> same.
1: <laughs> Give me my backup over your starter every day of the week, man. Give me Tyres. Give me Stones Jones.
0: Stones Jones. Well, man, that is – that'll do it for our first episode of No Bluffing, man. We had a lot of fun, y'all. I don't know how y'all felt, but I did. I felt good. Yeah. Um, and fun. we'll have these, like I said, coming out for y'all every Monday. So um, definitely stay in tune with us. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow our Twitter page, at the No Bluffing Pod. Uh, I'll make sure to have our individual uh, Twitter handles in the description as well. So go ahead and click. on, give us a follow on those as well. And um, – we're going to be posting our pieces that we that we uh, write as well. So definitely tap in with those. Again, uh, all of us are writers. Uh, myself and Luke for Grizzly and Nicole for SBN Grizzlies, Grizzly Bear Blues. They're doing amazing work over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure y'all tap in. We all want a big family. We all love the Grizzlies. So, um, you know, it's, it's it, that's when we come together. That's all we care about. So, um, again, tap in with both, you know, networks. And uh, that's pretty much it. Y'all got anything else?
1: No, you covered everything.
0: Yeah, bro.
2: I'm just happy to be here.
0: Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Me too, man. Well, we will catch y'all next Monday. Y'all tap in with us. Stay locked in. And we'll see y'all on the next episode.